friends, I'm so excited. We have summer court camp here today and we are talking celebrity ghost stories. But the more that we get into this, they're not really ghost stories. They are stories that celebrity tell about encounters with the other side. So this is again where people get confused between what is a ghost experience and what is an angel experience. What is your loved ones coming through? Because they are very different. So I want you to know that we're keeping this podcast episode very high vibrational. We are going to be sharing a lot of these celebrity stories and then going deeper into the stuff kind of behind it. Because as I was reading through these, stuff from Spirit was starting to come through, even more information about them. So happy Halloween. (laughs) This will be a really fun episode. Um, But first to get us started, Summer, you attended the Angel School in September. Tell me your experience and how it went. So it was uh, a really amazing experience. I kind of went into it with no expectations on purpose. I just wanted to, you know, kind of for it to be organic and see what happens. It was really uplifting. The The whole experience was uplifting and it felt very empowering because there's so many things that I could touch on, but mainly I feel more connected to myself. I feel more connected to everything around me. It was kind of funny to be able to see other people too, be able to come into their gifts and kind of have a sounding board, you know, to talk to people about um, the experiences we were having and being able to practice on people. Um, it was a really, really great weekend. I got a lot out of it and um, I was super nervous at first, <laughs> but then I soon realized, you know, I had nothing to be nervous about it and you're a really good teacher. So it was a good class. How was it for you um, going through this and being able to communicate with your mom? Do you feel like you have been able to connect with her more? So that's um, that's a great question because absolutely. I think before I I had a different perspective. I thought it was her reaching out to me at certain times, um, but I didn't understand that she's always there, that I'm always connected to her. I just need to listen. It's being open, like being open to the experience. So that for me was a really cool part because I realized that at any any second, any moment, I know that I'm connected to her and that she's there and that I can reach out. It's not just, you know, um, a chance that she's going to try to contact me or something. It's not always up to her, you know. (laughs) So that was a really cool realization. That's awesome. So do you feel like you feel her more? Absolutely. And I'm kind of one of those people where I'll just drive right around in my car and I'll just be talking to her like she's there. You know, if people pulled up, they'd either think I was talking on the phone or something crazy like that. But no, I honestly feel like the the communication is more kind of how a mother daughter would communicate. You know, like I know she's always there. I can just quote unquote call her yeah. if I need to. Yeah. So, and I've kind of felt more open to interpreting signs and things like that. Um, just to know that, that she's with me and you know, it's, it's been really helpful. It was a really, really great experience. Yay. How was your distance session? Because I have everybody jump in right away to start working on volunteers. I mean, you're not even there for about two hours and you're already starting to work on volunteers, which everybody thought was going to be so frightening. 
But all of you got in and you were bringing through messages from the get-go right away, which was absolutely amazing. And what I really want people to know is that everybody's spiritual gift is different and that really comes out through this process too right of some people are more energy healers some people are more able to bring through the messages everybody was able to bring it through to varying degrees right did you have any cool experiences with what you brought through and the validation that you got from volunteers I did. So at first, I, I mean, obviously I was nervous um, only because you really want to help this person that's in front of you. So you get nervous like, oh my God, am I, am I going to say something wrong or is this going to be, um, you know, something that's going to upset them or, you know, you just have no idea. But for me, I remember uh, there was one person that I was working on and I kept I closed my eyes and I kept seeing myself riding on a train with trees. And I I mean, I used to take the train growing up. So you kind of have this moment of, why am I seeing this? Is this something that that pertains to me? Like, what is this? So just like I followed your your direction and, you know, just said it out loud. And I said, I, I told the lady exactly that. I'm seeing myself riding on a train looking at trees. And she said, well, I used to work at a train station, right? I know. <laughs> I used to you work didn't at, tell me this. I didn't? No. How did I not? I Maybe there's just so much. There were so many stories that came out of that day. Yes. I mean, everybody had a story where it was like, so everyone had a story where it was like your jaw was on the floor because they were just shocked. Like, how did I bring this through? It was just spot on, right? And so we were going around at the lunch table and everybody was telling their story after just the very first volunteer session of the validation that they got of what they brought through. Yes, exactly. So I can't believe I didn't tell you this. So um, she said, well, I used to work in a train station and I would ride the train home every day and, you know, look out the window, obviously. And I went, oh God. So then I saw something that looked like um, sort of A-frame houses, but I noticed they were like all in a row and there was snow on the roofs or, or on the, the rooftops. And I said something, you know, what does, I'm seeing a bunch of, you know, A-frame houses. It's like a neighborhood. All the houses are kind of the same, but they're tall. You know, I just kind of described it. And she goes, that's the neighborhood I grew up in. And I went, oh my gosh. So yeah, there were a lot of moments like that. And that was the empowering part, right? Because I thought to myself, I can do this. You know, I can, I can do this. I can help somebody. This is actually an ability that I have. And although some people, um, well, I think mostly everyone was better that, at that than I was. I had some other things that I thought were, were, um, kind of a little bit stronger that I could do, um, more comfortably. But I was amazed listening to, some of the stories that people brought through and just watching it and watching um, the people that were in the class, just watching their faces. And it felt like the validation for them, like, hey, I'm not crazy. You know, I'm not crazy. This is this is real. This is something, this is my gift. This is something that I've had with me all along. I just didn't know what to call it or, you know, I don't talk about it because people don't understand. So that was a really, really, really uplifting, like I said, uplifting part was just watching people and feeling it myself just just kind of get validation for themselves. 
I love that so much. So, Summer, take a listen to this. This was posted just a few minutes ago. We're recording this earlier in the month for a Halloween episode. It's October 5th today, but this will air later. And uh, on the Angels and Awakening podcast tribe, the Facebook group that we have online, where people have just been posting so much, and it's amazing. I'm so glad that everybody is sharing their stories. But she put, I just absolutely adore this podcast. Julie always seems to be coming from a really good place and doesn't have the self-centeredness that I sense from some other podcast hosts that I listen to. So it's truly a joy to tune in. I have always been interested in messages from angels and departed loved ones, but since I've been listening to this podcast and working more consistently on being in a higher vibration, I've been getting a lot of clear guidance. I got my first message from someone on the other side last night. It felt incredible. I've never had it be so clear, then validated, then validated, and I wanted to share it here. My next door neighbor was over for dinner. And she was talking about going to visit Pikes Peak when she's in Colorado for a wedding in a few weeks because a friend of hers passed away there recently. I felt a strong urge and said, you don't need to go to Pikes Peak. He's with you all the time. And she was just like, okay, I know, I know. But I could tell it didn't sink in. I then had a very clear image of the two of them on a date and her fussing with the white shirt she was wearing and them kind of laughing about it. I said, did you two go on a date? She said, yeah, we went on a few dates. Then I said, was there a joke about your shirt, a white shirt, like it was too sexy or something and you were fussing with it throughout the whole date? She looked at me with big eyes and was just like, how did you know that? Did I tell you about that? And I just said, no, he showed it to me and he really wants you to know that you don't need to go to Pike's Peak to be with him. He's with you all the time. And then both of our eyes welled up with tears and I gave her a big hug. Okay, so I'd love to be able to do this for her and I think it meant a lot to to her. What do I do next? I would love to get more messages like this. I imagine the most important thing is to figure out how to protect myself and turn it off, right? So spirit always comes to me while I'm in the shower. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Um, but before summer came over, my hair is like dripping wet. I was in the shower and they've been on me to start this online Facebook group for everybody to help people come into their gifts more without having to go through the angel school um, just to learn for people for themselves not to start their own business but just to be able to feel their loved ones more to be able to feel their angels more and really to be able to work with their angels and their spirit team so What I'm going to do is I'm going to beta test a group in November for the whole course. It'll be three full weeks. We'll do some live Q&As. We'll also have daily Monday through Friday homework for you to work on. It'll be short little snippets, five minutes. You'll get a video each day of what to watch and what to work on that day. And what I want to do is open this up to anybody who wants to beta test it in November. So I'm going to do it half price for anybody who wants to be part of that. And if you want to do it, just email me and we'll get you all registered for it.
but I want people to be able to do this. So if you want to learn how to do this for yourself, for you to just be more high vibrational, for you to connect with your angels, your spirit team more, email me and we will get you set up. I think that's a really great idea because there are so many people out there that have had these gifts for a long time or they're just experiencing them. And I think that unfortunately there's in some circles, there's still some sort of stigma about that. And there shouldn't be because everyone has gifts, you know, whether they're, um, I don't know, cooking, let's just say cooking or, you know, um, being a therapist or something like that. Everyone has gifts, but I think it's important to recognize that you were giving them for a reason. Thank you. And just to be clear, it's very different from the angel school because these are just tools that you can use for yourself to work with your team. You're not practicing on anybody. You're not practicing on bringing it through. This is really for you to learn how to connect really just for yourself, for your angels. It doesn't have all of the energy healing to it, the understanding of different chakras and things that we really go into in the angel school where you learn how to decipher all of the energy it's very very different right it's just about learning how to make your spirit team a priority in your life and be able to connect with them daily okay are you ready to talk about celebrities yes i'm so excited when you told me this i was like this is gonna be so much fun i I said yes i'm super i'm super excited when you told me that we were gonna do this i was like this is gonna be so much fun and it's perfect for this time of year Yay. Okay. So we'll just go back and forth and read these different stories. So the first one, now these first bunch, these are from People Magazine, but really when I was looking, these are all over the internet, the exact same story. So I will post the links um, below where you can see all of them. I just chose the high vibrational ones. I didn't want to get into any of like the, the low vibe ghost stories. These are really all other side stories. High vibe. So this one is from Dale Earnhardt Jr. He said, in an episode of the Dale Jr. Download his podcast, he opens up about a strange encounter when the conversation shifted to ghosts and spirit. Earnhardt Jr. recounted, when I was in a wreck in the Corvette in 2004 in Sonoma and it caught fire, somebody pulled me out of that car. And I thought it was a corner worker because somebody put their hands under my armpits and pulled me out of the car, continued Earnhardt Jr. I didn't get out. I didn't have any memory of myself climbing out of that car. And I remember sort of moving like in motion, like going to lean forward and trying to climb out of the car. And then something grabbed me underneath the armpits, pulled me up over the door bars and then let go of me and I fell to the ground and there's pictures of me laying on the ground next to the car. I know that when I got to the hospital, I was like, who pulled me out of the car? I got to say thanks to this person because it was a hand. It was physical hands grabbing me. I felt it and there was no one there, he said. That moment, he said, would probably be the closest thing to a paranormal encounter that Earnhardt Jr. has ever experienced. 
to actually physically feel that and ask me asking, Hey, who pulled me out of the car? That's incredible. So obviously he was meant to survive that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this happens all the time where you hear about stories where people are in a car accident, something happens and they'll say, I felt pushed back. Um, into my seat where I should have been lunging forward, but I was held back from going through the glass or from hitting the steering wheel. And you can so clearly see in a session that that was a loved one on the other side that was coming through to keep them here. And what happens is we all have free will. There's different decisions that are made and they are able to step in sometimes and perfect prevent something that was not supposed to happen that wasn't in our life plan. Actually, here in Wheaton, there was a horrific car accident. I don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago, but we were 10 minutes away from being in that exact moment. Like we... My daughter wanted a friend to come over, her bestie. We went over to get her. I um, I was like, we got to go now. Like, we have to go right now. If we're going to go, we have to go now. And you don't know why you have those feelings. But we got in the car. We went to get her. We came home. And right when we pulled in the driveway, you just started hearing sirens just blaring. This accident must have happened just right behind us, minutes behind us. But it was a multiple car collision. There were, um, there was a death. It was absolutely horrific. And when you feel like you, the timing's off. You know, if you forget something inside the house, if you have to go to the bathroom, if you're thirsty and you run back in to get a drink of water, it's happening for a reason. All of it is divine timing. That's funny. Um, I that that's funny that you say that while you were talking about um, you know getting thirsty or forgetting something inside the house. I used to get really frustrated when I would be late. That's one thing. I just I can't stand being late. Can't stand being late. And what I've learned <laughs> through um, you know not forcing things and just kind of going along with it. Um, I've just kind of accepted the fact that there's a reason for it. I don't know what the reason is. I may never know, but I've seen enough stories like that where in the past couple of years, I just kind of embrace it. Like if something happens, do you ever have a day where it feels like everything goes wrong? Yes. You have like just this domino effect and this cascade of terrible things. Like, you know, you drop something and you have to clean it up and then you forget your coffee and then you lock your keys somewhere. So I think, um, like I said recently, I've just kind of accepted it. And that's that's funny. Yeah. So this next one you're going to read is from Kate Hudson. It's about Kate Hudson on People Magazine. I said Goldie Hawn, uh, her mom's Goldie Hawn, and it reminds me of my mom. My people used to say my mom looked like Goldie Hawn back in like the 70s. See, no, like <laughs> the, everything like. is on purpose. Your mom's so here right now. Yes, that's that's really funny, actually. Not funny, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, mom. Synchronicities. Yes, exactly. So Kate Hudson's, Kate Hudson's story is, while appearing on Chatty Man in 2014, Hudson revealed that she and her mom, Goldie Hawn, see dead people, quote unquote. 
It's not really seeing, it is feeling a spirit, she clarified. A fifth energy. I believe in energy. I believe our brains can manifest individual things, the actress added once she saw a ghost of a woman with no face and shared some tips for dealing with the ghostly situation. When you see something, you are supposed to tell the energy what year it is and that they don't belong there, she said. Okay, so I wanted to bring this one through because what I felt when I went into this is that she was actually seeing a silhouette on the other side. She was really seeing and feeling the presence of her loved ones on the other side. And it's not a ghost. And I don't think that the information that she gave there is correct. That you don't need to tell it what year it is that they don't belong there. In fact, a lot of ghosts, when you go into it, they get very frustrated with people telling us that. When they're ready to go, they will go. Um, but for her, I really think that she feels energy so much more than she understands. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Okay, this next one is from Laura Linney. It says, initially a skeptic, the, act, the actress became a believer after meeting one of the famed ghosts of Broadway's Belasco Theater. It's absolutely haunted, she told James Corden on the Late Tonight Show. Wait, on the Late Late Show of her former workplace. I was not a believer. I had been told about the ghosts at the Belasco. There was a mysterious death of a chorus girl at the theater. Legend is that final dress rehearsals, that's when the ghosts come out. I had forgotten this, and while I was doing a play with Jane Alexander, and I turned to Jane Alexander, and I looked up to the balcony. There are two balconies, and the upper balcony you can only get in from the outside, and those doors were locked, and I looked up, and there was a woman standing in the front row looking over with a blue dress and blonde hair. I thought, well, hello. <laughs> I looked back at Jane and I looked back up and she was gone. Linny was further convinced that it had been a paranormal experience when she confronted the theater's house manager. I went to the house manager and I said, Joe, I think I saw a ghost. And he went, male or female? I said, female. And he went blue dress, blonde hair. Oh my gosh. So she's not the only person that. No. That, or he's, she wasn't the only person to see yeah. that apparition. They all see the same thing. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. So that is a ghost, right? That is the energy of somebody whose energy is here. But the more that I explored this, most energies that want to stay here aren't hurting anything. You know, you can look at all the people here on earth and say, this is the percentage of people who are just minding their own business. This is the population of people who are really creating a lot of chaos in the world, right? And it's fairly small percentage. And it's the same with entities that don't want to pass to the other side. It's very small percentage that are disruptive, I would say. I, it's funny because I didn't, it makes sense when you say it that way. So I thought that ghosts were somehow trapped here, but they're here of their own accord is what you're saying. And it makes, it makes sense, but I didn't ever really know that. So that's interesting. 
I guess you could say they're here on their own accord in the same way that before you spiritually awaken, it's almost like you're dreaming, right? And that they're dreaming too and of their own free conscious will, they can wake up whenever they want to. They can go home whenever they want to. Just like we can really wake up sooner, it depends. People wake up sooner when they're doing their work, right? Some people wake up sooner spiritually here because they're meant to be a healer, but when you do your work, you're on track. And so ghosts can wake up at any time and go home. Some of them are aware that they're here. Some of them aren't, but it's almost like they're still in the dream state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. Okay. I just have never, I, I just have never thought about it that way. Or it makes it makes a lot more sense because yeah. I think it takes a lot of the the fear out of it too. Yeah. To know that not all spirits are disruptive, right. you know. Right. Yeah, there's good ones. It's interesting because when Spirit told me to do this podcast, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do 52 episodes in a year, and let alone now we're doing two episodes a week. And when I get into recording, it's so fascinating because a lot of this stuff, I feel like my body's hijacked and they just come through and they just channel whatever they have through me. Okay, so this next story is from Emma Stone. During a 2014 appearance on Late Night with David Letterman, Stone revealed that she had ongoing beyond-the-grave interactions with her late grandfather. Oh, yeah, this is an angel story. Um, There's a long family history with quarters. My grandfather leaves quarters. It's him. It's absolutely him, she explained. Although Stone never met her grandfather, she insisted that she simply knows he is the cause of the phantom coins. It's not a logical thing. It's magical, she said. Funny thing about that... Um, after my grandfather passed away in, um, gosh, 2007, that's how my grandfather communicated with my mother was coins. And she would always, yeah. The two, the two yes. um, stories that you're reading, you have angels that are piggybacking off of it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's funny. No, she used to always say, oh, there's, there's dad, there's dad. That's funny. That's wild because I don't have coin stories. <laughs> Um, okay, this next one is from Keanu Reeves, and I just threw it in because I thought it was it was great the way that he told it. So he's, he claims that he saw a ghost as a child in New York City. He said, I'm probably like six or seven years old. We'd come from Australia. Renata, our nanny, is in the bedroom. My sister is asleep. She's sitting over there. I'm just hanging out. There was a doorway, and then all of a sudden, this jacket comes waving through the doorway. This empty jacket, there's no body, there's no legs, it's just there. And then it disappears. He explained this on Jimmy Kimball Live. He said, I was a little kid, and I thought, okay, that's interesting. And then I looked over at the nanny, and she was making this terrified face. And I'm like, oh, wow, so that was real? I seriously, I can't, the, the line that he said, what does he say? He says, um, I was a little kid and I thought, okay, that's interesting. I wouldn't have even had time to think. I would have just screamed and or been silent with terrified look, just like the nanny. Like he's 
figures. It's Keanu Reeves. He's super <laughs> calm about everything. That's crazy. Okay, this next story is about Cher. Um, everybody knows Cher. She doesn't even know the last name. Cher thinks her late husband, Sonny, who died in 1998, is haunting her till this day. I love ghosts. I actually think Sonny makes a light go on, she said. I have a beautiful chandelier that he makes the light go on when it's impossible. There's no power on. I love ghosts. I prefer ghosts to some people. Same, Cher. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So I love this one because this is an angel story too. I mean, this is her, Sunny, coming through from the other side, spending time with her, needing to be close to her energy, needing to be there for her, and showing her that he's there, which is what signs are. They're to awaken our consciousness to make us realize that they're right there with us. And so this isn't a ghost at all. This is just his energy wanting to spend time with her. I think it's really comforting. Stories like that are are very comforting. I know at least, you know, for me and, and I'm sure for you too, when you when you feel that Um, that you know your loved ones are okay. It's really comforting. That's a cute story. I like that one. So this next one's a little sad. This is Susan Boyle. She won that singing competition a long time ago. Remember her? Mm -hmm. I just forget the name. Is she from England? Yeah. Okay. So Boyle claimed in a 2011... I'm just reading this verbatim. Boyle claimed in a 2011 interview that she's seen her late mother's spirit. Her energy is still there, she said. I've actually seen my mother in the house. I think she was letting me know that she's all right. There was a lovely smell. I used to think my mom abandoned me when she died. Maybe she was telling me she hadn't. My biggest problem is I feel lonely, especially at night. I always had a fear of being alone, and now I am. She continues, everybody died and left me behind. This story almost made me cry when I was reading it. There was one period within a few years where my dad, my uncle, my sister, and my mom all passed away. It was as if I was working with a few building blocks and those blocks were scattered and I had to find them all one by one. As you're crying. I know. It's so sad. It is. It is. And this is the hard, this is one of the hardest parts about this job is that there are people here on earth who have lost everyone. They are the last people in their family. In fact, Spirit's showing me a session that I had last week. And the woman, uh, I was working with a person's energy who just didn't want to be here anymore. You know, the mom had had everybody leave her. And the only people left were her and her daughter. And her daughter was grown. And part of her energy, I could read it, said, she's fine. And the other part said, I know she's not. I know that if I go, that she um, is going to really struggle with this. And so she was torn, conflicted between this two energy of just wanting to manifest an earlier out for herself and wanting to be here for her daughter. But the message that really came through to her was that you have to be here. She needs you so much. And... This happens so, so often. And so if you have loved ones that are still here, if you have one or two people in your life, count your blessings because you wouldn't believe the number of people who come through my door where everyone has passed. 
That's um, that's really kind of a moving story. I, that's another reason why I will tell anyone that will listen the story that I have with my mom because it completely changed everything for me. It completely changed my outlook. And if if I can try to help do that for someone to make them see that, not make them see, but to help them to kind of get some comfort and know that their loved ones are okay. I mean, it's just, I, I just wish I could just tell everyone and everyone would, would understand it, you know, and that's kind of where you're at, I'm sure too. But yeah, that's pretty moving. So this next one is I don't want to be political. I'm not political here, but I just thought this is so fascinating because I've got more to tell about this. And so it's Hillary Clinton. What they're writing is about Hillary Clinton. This is cool. Okay. So Hillary Clinton. So Clinton didn't actually admit this herself, but she would reportedly talk to the ghosts of Eleanor Roosevelt and Mahatma Gandhi while holding the position of first lady to ask the leaders for advice. Pretty smart. The events were recounted in the 1996 book written by Bob, written by Bob Woodward, The Choice, How Bl- The Choice, How Bill Clinton Won. Honestly, if we had that power, we totally would too. And if that's the Bob Woodward that I think it is, he's actually a very famous journalist who isn't somebody who would just put something in there to make something up. So I find that it's very credible if it's in his book. And what I think is absolutely fascinating about this, and I don't go into politics. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to bring in both sides here, okay? I've heard that, and I really have two points here, okay? So I've heard that Donald Trump brings in very high profile psychics and very, and consults often very high profile psychics. And I've heard this from pretty reliable sources within the healer community. The other thing is you can tap into different energies on the other side. I don't do it to be completely honest. It keep it still weirds me out like a little bit. The only person that I've really done this with is Sylvia Brown. I have tapped into her energy a lot of times. And there are a couple other ones, but there are some healers out there who are like, I tap into all the celebrity musicians on the other side. And there are people who really do use it to tap into that energy of that person. And I think it's absolutely fascinating. I I had no idea you could even do that. That's kind of fun. Well, when you said when you said the president does that, remember um, the uh, Nancy Reagan. Nancy Reagan did that. I didn't know that. She did. She consulted astrologers and correct me if I'm wrong. I may be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure psychics as as well. But she was really big into astrology and advised President Reagan about stuff too. So that's kind of funny. I had no idea about that. That is that is wild. So everybody uses it, Republicans and Democrats. They all tap into it in some way, their own way. Okay, this next one is Jillian Anderson. The actress participated in a Reddit AMA, Ask Me Anything, where she said she believes in, a, in an alternative universe and has even felt spirit's presence. I felt other spirits, she said. I'm quite sensitive to it. And yes, but it's not something you can really talk about with too many people, especially not me. 
I thought this is fascinating too because there's so many as I was going through and reading all of these stories there there was one after another after another where people were saying yeah I feel spirit I felt it my entire life and you could see where more actors are empathic because they have to know how to absorb the feelings the emotions of the character they're becoming and really become one with that character's energy so I think it's just fascinating because they say in all of them across the board, the pattern was, yes, I feel this, but I have no one to talk about it with. And that, my friends, is why we created the Facebook group, the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe. I'm so excited. We've got so many members now and people are asking questions and getting help from other community members. So if that's you, if you feel like you want to talk with other people more in depth about this, go over there to Facebook group, the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe, because you're going to find your people there, people that you can talk about it with and they won't think you're crazy at all. And they won't say anything negative to you because I don't allow negative within the group. Yeah, I think that's that's a really um I I need to get a Facebook. I suppose I should probably get a Facebook. <laughs> I think we were talking about that. No, I think that's really important for people to not to know that they're not going to be judged. And who knows, you might find out you have a lot more in common with certain people than you think. Yeah. So, uh next one, Lady Gaga. Oh, this is going to be a good one, I'm sure. Uh Gaga told Harper's Bazaar UK that the ghost of fashion desire that the ghost of fashion designer Alexander McQueen inspired her to write one of her smash singles. Oh, wow. Right after he died, I wrote Born This Way, which is a really, really great song because it's um, probably helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Side note. Um, I think he's up in heaven with fashion strings in his hands, marionetting away, planning this whole thing, she said. I didn't even write the bleeping song. <laughs> he did. She could be kidding. Or she couldn't be not kidding. (laughs) So I wanted to add this one in. And I wanted to say earlier in the podcast that the reason that I do believe it's possible to tap into others on the other side, famous people on the other side, is because you hear stuff like Lady Gaga's story a lot. Also, when you understand how to feel energy and you listen to certain songs, you watch certain movies or plays or read different books, even paintings, all works of art, creativity, spirit continues to pour through. So did she connect with Alexander McQueen's energy to bring through that song? And in fact, did he completely bring the words to her for that song and the melody to her for that song? Absolutely. It happens all the time. The movie Interstellar is a very soul-inspired movie. The movie actually Arrival, I don't know if you've ever seen that one, Blake Lake was so upset that I took him to see that movie because a child passes away, but it is 110% spirit-driven. It is. And so absolutely, this was real. Alexander McQueen inspired Born This Way, Lady Gaga's song. And you can tap into celebrities on the other side. You just have to know how to feel the energy. That reminds me of, um, I forget if it was, it was one of the Beatles, maybe Paul McCartney, McCartney, or I could be confusing it with another story, but 
He talked about getting melodies in the middle of the night. You hear a lot of musicians say that, that they heard it or it came out of nowhere or, you know, it's like, oh, they talk about my muse. Well, it's actually spirit. That totally makes sense. 100%. And the crazy thing too, I heard, I heard a famous artist. She wrote this down. I don't think it's a person that's here on earth anymore. It's just something that like I read in passing one time, but she said, if you thought about it, like these clouds of energetic creativity are constantly flowing throughout the world and they flow through our consciousness. And why do people say, write it down? Because if you don't write it down, if you don't act on it, the cloud floats away from you and it floats to the person, the next person who is going to birth it into this world. So when you have that lightning strike, when you have that creativity, you have to take action on it. And actually this happens to me sometimes where I'll get like a lightning bolt of this is what's supposed to happen. This is what you're supposed to do. And I might not have time. Let's say I'm driving in the car and I'll say, angels, I set this up a long time ago. I set up an administrative assistant angel. (laughs) And I'm like, administrative assistant angel. (laughs) Summer's dying right now. And she's like clapping. I'm trying not to laugh so hard because... It makes so much sense. Like, that's so efficient. Yes. And I tell my administrative assistant, Angel, I say, if I don't have the time to do it, you have to write this down and you have to bring it back to me. And she does. She remembers it. She brings it right back to me um, when I have a free second. It'll pop right into my head. And I'm like, thank you so much. I'm totally going to start doing that because it happens to me a lot. And I feel like I need to set up um, Siri on my phone just to be like, I don't even want to say it because I'm afraid something will pick it up. Like I can't say the word Alexa in my house. Speak it. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) I'll just I call her the A word at home. Um, But I feel like I need to set up some sort of voice note program. Yeah. But I'm just I don't know. That's a good idea. Side note, funny story from my life. I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon instead of running to Target because I feel like I'm saving $10 of spending like on little stuff if I have to take Al with me. And it's by time too. So I just have Alexa, you know, Amazon deliver it to me. But then, oh, she's, she's lighting up over there. Um, <laughs> But what happens is Alexa lights up with a yellow ring every time a package is delivered. I can't figure out how to change the notifications on my phone. And so Blake will say, Alexa, what's that yellow ring about? And I'm like, I'm like, your crazy wife just ordered a bunch of new stuff. (laughs) And it's become like a running joke. Like she's alerting him what what are my notifications your crazy wife just bought a whole bunch more stuff instead of running over to target but honestly though it makes it makes a lot of sense to do that because you're actually saving money right because time is money so yeah gas and you know you could be doing something else that's what it's for so you know it's a good thing. And if you have Prime, I don't think you have to pay for anything. No. No. Have you ever done um, Prime Now groceries? I did it once. I'm obsessed with it. 
that's a whole nother story though. I use it for a lot of my clients too. Yeah. Anyway. Yay. Yay. Um, Okay. This last one I just wrote down. The musician Lord said that Ghost interfered with her recording one time because it was like static that would come up when they started to record. And this is hysterical because I've had that happen with this podcast. So I go, I record an entire podcast, and if it is something that Spirit doesn't want played, I have had the recording get damaged where I cannot use it. It has happened like three times where Spirit was like, that's your ego. This is not going out. This is, you know, not for everybody. This is not going out. And so what I do now is I say the intent of this podcast is the intent of this episode is uh, to make sure that every single thing is serving the people because it's not about me. It's about being a tool that God can work through. And um, so this was a lesson that I had to learn. Not that I wanted to bring my ego through, but just spirit would let me know when it happened. <laughs> That's funny. You That actually happened like two weeks ago. Remember when you said when you told me that you told me that um, something happened with recording, but I didn't know there was more to it. <gasps> dun dun dun. <laughs> yes, that is it. That is it. So that is our episode today. The last thing that we have is Summer has an awesome recipe for spaghetti sauce, and we were talking about this because what we're trying to do is get away from sugars and. When I started talking to Summer about this, what she taught me is that pretty much every spaghetti sauce on the shelves has all of this extra stuff in it, all of this extra sugar. And she said, if people just knew that there is a really simple way to make sauce very quickly, um, they would, they'd be so surprised at just how quick it is. So I'm going to have you, Summer, tell them the steps of how to make it. We're going to put the recipe in the show notes. It's also over on Instagram and you can tell them how to make it and what's in it. Okay, so let me just start by saying that this is not, this is for an occasion that you just want something quick, something healthy. You can, you know, if you have kids, you can hide vegetables in it too. That's the best part. But this doesn't replace like your, you know, Sunday bolognese sauce or whatever. You know, there's, there's other sauces that you can do at other times. This is just something very quick. So what you'll need is um, two pints of cherry or grape tomatoes. And the reason why I say to use those, two reasons. Number one, they're lower in acid. And number two, all you do is wash them and there's no chopping. So that saves you a lot of time. You don't have to de-seed them. You don't have to chop them, but they are lower in acid. And you can buy peeled garlic at the store. Most stores carry peeled garlic. It's in the produce section. Um, so you don't even have to chop peel garlic because I don't think anybody really likes peel garlic. Although I do, my hands constantly smell like garlic. I can't really help it. Um, so you get, um, a package of peeled garlic and you'll need, I don't know, maybe about 20 cloves. Like I said, it sounds like a lot. This, I said this last time with my soup recipe, it sounds like a lot, but it really mellows out when you roast it and olive oil, salt, and pepper. You get a, um, a sheet pan, line it with parchment, just because then you don't have to wash the sheet pan later. It'll save you time. Wash your tomatoes, 
put the tomatoes, two pints of tomatoes, the peeled garlic on the parchment on the So you take your cherry tomatoes, your peeled garlic and put them on your prepared baking sheet. Drizzle with a little olive oil, salt and pepper. Put them in an oven about 425. Um, for 15 to 20 minutes until the tomatoes start to blister and or burst and pull it out of the oven and you use your immersion blender or your blender, blend it up and just, um, oh, the third ingredient that you can add is basil if you want. Mm-hmm. I like fresh basil in mine oh, love it. and it kind of just elevates that flavor. So you can throw in just one package of basil and, um, puree it all up, season it with salt and pepper and you're good to go. You can use it for pasta. You can put it on top of chicken, but the whole thing takes 30 minutes total. And that's including pureeing it. So that's amazing. And I've got a question for you. So I saw on one of my friend's uh, social media pages, she was baking cookies with her daughter. And I was like, what is that thing? It's like this plastic thing that she put down inside the pan, like, and the cookies were on it. It's like, you got the baking sheet, this plastic thing, what is that? Is that safe? Is that okay to use? Is it good to use? Does it save time? I'm a mom. I need these tips. That is called a silpat. S-I-L-P-A-T. Um, it's silicone, so it's safe. It's um, oven safe. I'm not sure. I'm going to probably guess 500 degrees, but don't quote me on that. Um, it is oven safe, and basically it prevents anything from sticking because it's silicone. It's food grade. They are a little pricey, maybe for a for a full-size sheet pan, maybe $25 or so, but they are lifesavers, especially when it comes to holiday baking or any baking that you have to do um, quite a bit of it because the cookies will slide right off and you won't get burnt bottoms either. So you can get those, I think, Williams-Sonoma, Target. They have some off brands that you can probably get. I would go with the brand, brand name only because I just would want to make sure it's not leaching. You want to make sure it's, you know, silicone. Yeah, those are called Silpats and they do keep your, um, your baking sheet cleaner. You can put them in the dishwasher to wash them. The one thing is they always feel like they're greasy, but they're not. It's just because they're silicone. It's the weirdest thing. The first time I had one at home, I kept cleaning it and I kept cleaning it. This was years ago. And I'm like, why won't this thing get clean? Like I only put a few things on it and then it's silicone. (laughs) So, So it feels greasy, but yeah, those are great. That's wild. Now for everybody doing this from home too, who's trying to kind of go grainless and sugar free not using grains, not using sugar. What Summer and I figured out since the last time is that you can make muffins without grains, without sugar, and they have been absolutely phenomenal. Summer has been making these, and we've made lemon poppy seed ones. We've also made chocolate chocolate chip ones and if you heat those in the microwave and eat it it's like the most fantastic treat in the entire world that's funny that was another one of those um requests that you sent me like hey can you make keto poppy seed lemon poppy seed muffins (laughs) and i said i've never done it but i'll do it (laughs) (laughs) and the recipe i mean it still needs a little bit of tweaking but that's one of the things i've told you this before that i love about you because you're always like hey can we try this and it's like back to the drawing board project, you know? So, and then you introduced me to, um, the Lily's chocolate, which I'm obsessed with now. It's really great. So I'm glad you like those. 
Yeah, Lily's Chocolate is a brand of chocolate chips that you can get. I eat them at Whole Foods. I'm sure that they're pretty much everywhere, but they don't use regular sugar. They use the... What is that called? What are those like? Xylitol. Xylitol, which is something that tastes sweet but does not spike your sugar levels. So looking at my personal story and not wanting to get diabetes, um, keep and really kind of kicking what I think is pre-diabetes out of my system, keeping my blood sugars level is, is something that we're trying to work on. There's if if people are looking for a more natural alternative, um, because xylitol is fine. Anything in moderation is is fine. But if you're looking for something a little more natural, there's something called monk fruit. Mm-hmm. I haven't baked with it yet. I'm gonna have to try that, and you you can give me your opinion and see if it's good or not. Oh, uh, Lily's also has the um, chocolate bars, so that you can use those like you would baking chocolate, or you can eat them. I didn't know that. Yes. That's amazing. I had no idea. Yum. I need my chocolate. <laughs> you know what I got to tell you too? I got I keep asking my friend Kim to come on. She's got to come on one day. She's the personal trainer. And what she does is she takes coffee. And I can't do a lot of coffee. Every once in a while, I'll crave it. But if I, I'm too ADD to have coffee at the same time every day and then I end up getting like bad headaches right but the way that she makes it is absolutely phenomenal she takes the coffee black just puts in like a dollop of like a scoop of coconut oil puts it in you know those mini blender things the one size for the smoothie the single serving blenders and whips it up and it makes a froth at the top and it tastes so delicious it tastes coconutty it's got good healthy fats in it for you and it's frothy it's yummy so that is called bulletproof coffee and the reason why so you can do it with butter as well there's two variations it sounds weird but it's good butter is good i like the coconut oil better um so the reason why you like it better than regular coffee is the fat in it actually slows the digestion so that you don't get that rush of caffeine. It's more of a sustained energy. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's probably why you like it better. Totally, totally. And I looked up on Google too. I was like, I need to have I need to have one Starbucks <laughs> spiced pumpkin latte for for like fall, right? I just I need one. So they said, have them do some half and half with water, um, which is zero carbs, right? As your base. And then you can put in a squirt of the pumpkin spice, which is still heavy in carbs, but you know, it's less than what it would be if they made it by themselves. Then you can substitute the rest of it for their sugar-free cinnamon. And it makes it taste like a pumpkin spice latte. It's so delicious. So now I'm going to have to invent a keto um, pumpkin spice latte for you. I was actually in my head thinking, how could I do something like that as you were talking? And I think I have a couple ideas. Like if I could make you a base pumpkin syrup. Yes. And you could, you don't even have to just use it in coffee. You could use it in other stuff too. Be really good with milk. All right. That's my project. (laughs) I'm going to work on that now.
You know what? That should be like next month's thing. We should do that because tell people November, you know, is going to be here before we know it. Thanksgiving is going to be here. And I'm so excited because you're going to be prepping Thanksgiving stuff for us. You are going to be prepping. I have to bring dishes, right? Every year to Thanksgiving. And I don't want to bring stuff that's just heavy for everybody this year. I want to bring good healthy meals for people to eat that are ketogenic and you're doing it. I love Thanksgiving. I can't even tell you because obviously because it's a holiday that revolves around food, but I love Thanksgiving and I, I'm i a big fan of traditional Thanksgiving, I guess, but not, not like the way that I grew up, it was like a packaged gravy or stuff like that. That was quote unquote traditional. So what I'm saying is I like traditional dishes, but I want them to be healthier. That's really exciting. That's going to be fun. I already have ideas swimming around in my head. (laughs) Well, I already know what I'm putting on the menu. Definitely. You bring over those cauliflower mashed potatoes and I'm like, heaven. And you even made a gravy to put on it, like a vegan or vegetarian Sorry, not vegan, vegetarian gravy to put on top of it. And it is like to die for. It's so that was something I actually came up with um, a recipe like maybe a month ago. And it was funny because I was making something at home and I had like extra eggplant. For some reason, I had like two big eggplants. I'm like, what in the heck am I going to do with these? So I put them in my normal um, my normal braising liquid that I would use for something. And it turned out it ended up giving it a lot of texture and a lot of flavor. So it kind of mimics that like animal fat feel, you know, like the heavy, I'm sorry. It kind of mimics that really kind of like heavy gravy, um, texture, except for it's vegetables. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, Thank you so much, Summer, for spending your time with us today. I'm so excited that we have you here. You're part of my spirit team that I've built here on Earth. I just love you so much, and I'm glad that um, you're able to be my co-host today. Thank you so much, Julie. I feel the same way about you. I really appreciate you a lot. You're going to get me all choked. Every time I come over, it never fails. I cry at least once. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not normally like that. But no, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Of course. Friends, I don't ask you to support this podcast with a membership program or with Patreon. What I ask is that if this podcast resonates with you, if having an angel reading is something that you feel called to do, please go online and book an appointment with me. I offer 25 and 55 minute angel message readings I also offer Reiki energy healing sessions. If that is something that you feel called to do with me, that's actually how I keep this podcast going, is you booking those sessions. So thank you so, so much for continuing to do that. You can book your reading or your energy healing session on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. I've also got the Angel School coming back up in November. If the Angel School is something that you've been interested in doing and learning how to bring through messages from loved ones and angels on the other side and learning Reiki energy healing simultaneously at the same time, 
We do have the November Angel School on November 16th and 17th. That's a Saturday and Sunday. It'll be held at the Hilton Doubletree Hotel in Lyle, Illinois. That's right on the border of Lyle and Naperville, Illinois. And thank you so much for your support of the Angel School. It has gotten such a great response from you that we're actually looking at adding an in-person date in January. There are some people who live very far away in New Zealand, Australia, who would like to take the class remotely because it's just easier for them than flying in. There are other people who really don't mind and they want to fly in. It really is just dependent on the individual and I respect whatever method you want to take. But in January, we definitely have an online version of the Angel School and we're thinking about adding an in-person class as well. So if you want to take part in one of those, please let me know so that I can get you registered and on the list to save your spot. Friends, if you could be an angel, please write a five-star review or just click five stars on this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Um, But when you do review us, you leave a positive five-star review, we enter you into a monthly drawing to win a free session with me. We're also going to be giving away 15 more free sessions in November, and we're planning a couple more cool things, but I can't tell you about it yet. It's top secret. It's all offered to those who are in the drawing. So you get entered into the drawing for every time you write a review. You can write one on iTunes, on Google. When you look up my name, Julie Jancis, you can also write one on our Facebook page. You can also be an angel by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Just spreading the word helps so much. Friends, if you want a daily angel message, make sure that you're following us over on Instagram, Facebook, or our Facebook group. You can find us over there by typing in at angel podcast. That's the at sign angel podcast. The group name is Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe. Over on the group, we post a weekly Facebook video. That is something that is not here on the podcast. It's different content. It's kind of more what's happening in my life as it relates to spirituality and the podcast. Friends, last but not least, if you have an angel story that you'd like to share, we would love to hear it. We are looking for your angel stories for you to either come on the podcast and share your story yourself or for you to write us your story. If you don't want to read it, we would be happy to read it for you right here on the show. My friends, thank you so, so much for being here today. I want you to take a moment to just open up your heart. I want you to feel that energy surrounding your heart chakra. I want you to feel it opening and getting lighter. You could even see it as French doors opening within your heart and you allowing love, peace, bliss, ease, grace, all to flow in to your being. I want you to know, my friends, that every single one of you has angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side 
who are cheering for you, who are rooting for you, who want nothing more than for you to be loved, for you to succeed, and for you to see your dreams come true here on earth. Are you talking to them? Are you spending time with them? Are you making time within your life to be still, to be quiet, and to listen to what your angels, guides, and loved ones are telling you? They're talking to you all the time. They just talk to us differently. It might not sound like their voice. It sounds like your own internal dialogue. It is your intuition. Your intuition is the tool that they use to communicate with you. So take some time to be silent, to be still, and to listen to the messages that they're trying to bring through to you right now. It's never negative. It's always positive. That's how you know it's them. And don't forget to ask them for help. The more that we ask our spirit team for help, the more that they can do for us. So get up in the morning and ask them to help you throughout your day. You can say that little prayer while you're getting ready for work, while you're getting ready for school. You just incorporate it into your daily routine. My friends, that is how you open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that your team is trying to bring into your life right now. Watch out for the signs because they're also bringing you those. Friends, I love you so much. They love you so much. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. I feel so blessed to have you in my life. And I feel so blessed to be a tool that God can work through. Because believe me, friends, none of this is me. It is all spirit. I love you so much. They love you. Have a beautiful, wonderful, fantastic, incredible week. Make it a great week. Until next time, sending you peace, bliss, and many, many blessings.